Thank you, blessed Father. In the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father, we come humbly and respectfully before your word tonight. We come with joy, we come with excitement. Our hearts are full of expectation to learn, to be equipped, to be built up in the knowledge of Christ. So I decree that tonight we are gifted revelation knowledge. Whatever is not planted by God is rooted out. I decree that your people are built up, equipped, edified tonight and Jesus is glorified. By the end of this service, nobody lives the same way they came. We give you praise, glory and honor for answered prayer. In Jesus' precious name and every believer says a powerful amen. Hallelujah. Lift your right hands to heaven. Let's release our faith together tonight. As we say these words, I am born of God. I am born of the word. The word of God is my nature. I do not struggle to do the word. I do the word naturally. Therefore today, I will understand the word of his grace. I will be built up. By the end of this service, I will never be the same. Never ever be the same again. In Jesus' name, and every believer says a powerful amen. We want to welcome everybody connected to this service tonight by way of Kingdom Life Network, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all of you on the social media communities. A joy to have every one of you in the service tonight. And the Aquaibom community, we are so glad to have all of you connected by way of Comfort FM, XL FM, connected by way of Radio Aquaibom, Heritage FM, Inspiration FM, and University of Uyo FM. What a joy. I'd like you to call a friend, a, a neighbor, a colleague, somebody you love, ask them to Tune to this radio station. Life is flowing through the airwaves. The social media community, what a joy to have all of you connected tonight, family and friends on social media, like you've always done. Let's flood the whole earth with the fragrance of Jesus' grace tonight. Help me tag some people, create watch parties, drop the video, uh, you know, in as many groups as you have on your page. You know, drop them on monogram, telegram, WhatsApp groups. Let's get the word out there where the people of God will, you know, be edified and ministered to. And thank you for doing that for me tonight. All our campuses and Bible study centers. It's exciting to have all of you tonight. Get ready. We're going to have an exciting time of Bible study tonight. Grab your pen, your notebook, your Bible, and you can be seated with your sweet smile self tonight as we get into the word of his grace <clears throat> praise god all right we're still examining understanding praise and worship understanding praise and worship john chapter 4 verse 23 john chapter 4 verse number 23 john chapter 4 verse number 23 but the hour cometh and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship. The Father seeketh such to worship. Observe that. Look at verse 24. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Let's go to the fundamentals. Let's examine the word spirit and in truth. It refers to the work that Jesus has done. The acts of worship itself will now be 
you know, the reverential part of our worship. For my praise to be worshipful, for my praise to be worshipful, that means my praise ought to be worshipful. It's not praise and worship. What we do is not supposed to be called praise and worship. It is supposed to be praise that is worshipful. Praise that is worshipful. Not praise and worship. Alright? So worship must be the attitude in my praise. Worship must be the attitude in my praise. While we see worship firstly as based on the offering of Jesus. Worship is based on the offering of Jesus. We are looking at worship now as an attitude in my praise. Worship as an attitude in my praise. That is, I am extolling God. One of the reasons why I must, you know, why I must restrict my lyrics to Jesus' work is because I want to be worshipful. The reason why my lyrics in praise must be restricted to the finished work of Christ. Or, the reason why my lyrics in praise must be centered on Christ is because I want to be worshipful. So my lyrics must be specific. I will sing lyrics that will honor. I will sing lyrics that will adore what Christ has done. When I sing such lyrics, I am worshipful. When I sing such lyrics, I am worshipful. I am praising God in an attitude of worship. We are worshipful people. Jesus has made us reverential. We revere God. We stand in awe of God. We stand in awe. We stand in awe. Hallelujah. I stand, I stand in awe of you. Holy God to you, my praises bring. I stand in awe of you. So, when I worship, I worship with an attitude of reverence or an attitude of, of worship. Alright? One of the characteristics of the human spirit is that it is born again... And because our spirit is born again, it reverences God. We reverence God with our spirit. Sometimes it's not just about what you're doing. Jumping, dancing. Most time it is more about your attitude. More about your attitude. Imagine someone is in church. You're singing and you're chatting. You know, you're singing... And you are chatting. You are worshipping and praising God. And you are chatting on your phone. There is no reverence there. You are not reverencing God. Or you are in, in, in the house of God to worship. And remember, Bible teaching is worship. Preaching is worship. You know, offering is worship. Singing is worship. Everything done in an atmosphere of fellowship with God is worship. So, we are in the service and we are supposed to be worshipping and reverencing and in awe of God. And somebody is reading news on the phone or somebody is looking at football on the phone. There's no reverence there. 
We are supposed to have reverence and honor and adoration for what Christ has done. Personally, in service, I don't chat around. I, I stay focused because that's what I came for. I don't chat around. I stay focused in Christ. If I'm singing, my focus is on Christ. If somebody is teaching or ministering, I'm making my notes. I'm seeking to understand what is being taught. I'm seeking to get the message. I'm seeking to grow. When I listen to people teach, it doesn't matter. Even if they don't have much light like me, out of their little light, I could get more light. So I listen. I listen with an attitude of worship, expecting to be ministered to. Never take, never take fellowship of the saints for granted. Never do that. Never. That is a dishonor to Christ and a dishonor to his finished work. Remember, praise is now an action of worship. Praise is now an action of worship. So there must be reverence in what you are doing. If we really talk about Jesus and what he has done, there will be reverence in what we are saying. If our focus is on Jesus and his finished work, it will pull out of us an attitude of reverence, an attitude of adoration, you know, an attitude of honor. It's like, you know, people singing Jehovah, Jehovah in a worship, in a praise song, and then they start doing Jehovah, Jehovah, Jehovah. That's disrespect. That's total disrespect. Jehovah, Jehovah. What is Jehovah? And then it becomes a joke. Everyone, Jehovah, Jehovah. No, you are not, you're not, you're not being honorable. He's, he is not Jehovah. He's not your mate. He's not your mate. You're coming before the majesty of the king who lives inside you, who saved you, who died for you. You can't come there and be joking. Jiho, Jiho, or, you know, Eyawe, yeah, 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 yeah. No, you are not, you are not, you are not in a comedy. You are in, you are in worship. You are in praise. You are supposed to be in awe. It's disrespectful. Because Jehovah is a revelation. There's no revelation in Jiho. There's no re- revelation in Yaya. It's a complete word. And that word ought to unveil something that will minister to your heart. So sometimes we are just entertaining ourselves. Basically, there is a reverential aspect to the worship of God. Reverential aspect to the worship of God. You know, Brother Hagin, if you read one of his books, uh, Purpose Pursuits, one of his books on purpose and pursuits, said the Lord told him, that the key to worship is reverence. The key to worship is reverence. Reverence is something that is genuinely honorable. Reverence is genuinely honor. And reverence means punctuality in worship. Punctuality in worship. In fact, reverence includes how you attend the service. The right attitude in a service. You get there on time. No noise. No distraction. You put your phone on silence or switch it off. And stay focused in reverence to what Jesus has done. And is doing in that service in your heart. Building you up and bring you to a place of clarity. God is among us in worship. He lives with us. He lives in us and he's among us. So there is a way we act when we are among believers. And that's the fundamental of praise. 
the way we act when we are among believers. You know, and there are some things we carried over from the world and brought to the church. And I'm going to talk about it in a few minutes. So, let's examine what are the things involved in worshipping God. What are the things involved in worshipping God or in the worship of God. Scripture should guide worship if it is about God. If it is about God, it is scripture that should guide us as to how to worship and what are the things involved in worship. Someone says God cares only about the heart. You are very right. But if your heart is right, you will do the word. If your heart is right, you will do the word. Because the heart is only as right as the light it has. The heart of a man is only as right to the degree of the light available to that heart. The degree of the light available to that heart. The scripture should guide what we do. The scriptures should guide what we do. The Bible tells us in the book of First Peter, I mean First Timothy, that you may know how you ought to behave yourself in the house of God. So there is a way to behave. And if you observe carefully the Pauline epistles, Brother Paul gave instructions practically on almost everything including how to please your boss at work how to you know how to treat the government under which you are under how to respond to your wife to your husband to your children i mean he gave instructions practically on everything business how to deal with business you know how to sing how to worship god he he talked about everything because you are not left to just behave anyhow there is a way you ought to behave in the house of God. So, let's examine the issue of praise. In worship and in praise, we do it in accordance with what God requires. We worship God and praise Him according to the terms of His world. According to the terms of His world. We worship God and we praise God according to the terms of his word. So the first question I'm going to answer tonight very quickly is, is clapping your hands part of praise? Is clapping of hands part of praise? Sometimes you hear people say, clap for Jesus. And they will clap for Jesus. Then they will say, clap for governor. And they will clap. Then they will say, clap for your brother. So we are, we, are, we, are, we are clapping for all of us. So all of us are the same. So it's important to be able to situate clapping. Where is clapping in the place of praise? We have seen that praise is about what you say. Praise is about what you say. So is clapping a part of praise? Well, listen carefully. One interesting thing you should know is that the word clapping does not exist in the New Testament Greek. The entire New Testament Greek does not have a word for clapping. It's not assumed. Okay? It's in the Old Testament well enough for it to be in the New Testament. But it is not in the Gospels. It is not in the book of Acts. And it's not in the epistles. You will see the word clap or clapping in the Gospels, in the book of Acts, or in the epistles. It didn't exist at all anywhere in the Old New Testament. In fact, it does not have a cognate. You know, there's no cognate for the word clap. 
in the entire New Testament book. So, it was never part and parcel of Christian worship. Clapping was never part and parcel of Christian worship. In fact, history has traced it to a cultural practice. History has traced clapping to a cultural practice. The word clapping is in the Old Testament and it has four Hebrew words. The word clapping is in the Old Testament and it has four Hebrew words. Alright, if you are ready to write the words, I give them to you. And I'm going to try to repeat them twice for the brother who pleaded with me yesterday to repeat those words twice and be very slow when mentioning them. The first one is Maka, Maka, M-A-C-H-A, Maka, M-A-C-H-A. That's the first Hebrew word for clapping in the Old Testament. Number two, Makha, Makha, M-A-K-H-A, M-A-K-H-A, Makha. That's the second word for clapping in the Old Testament. Number three, Saphak, Saphak, S-A-P-H-A-K, Saphak, S-A-P-H-A-K. That's the third word for clapping in the New Testament, I mean in the Old Testament. The fourth one is taka, taka, T-A-Q-A, T-A-Q-A. It means to strike your hands together, to strike your hands together or to beat your hands together. To clap means to strike your hands together or to beat your hands together. You will see where it is used in 2 Kings chapter 11 verse 12. 2 Kings chapter 11 verse number 12. And he brought forth the king's son and put the crown upon him and gave him the testimony. And they made him king. And they made him king. Are you watching? And anointed him and they clapped their hands and said, God save the king. There's nowhere in the Hebrew translation of the Bible where it was used for praise. Here it was used to clap for the king. And after they clapped, they said, God save the king. It is rather used for expression of people's emotions or opinions. Clapping is used for people's emotions or opinions. Clapping of hands. They clapped their hands and said, God, save the king. It was never as a praise to God. It was an opinion concerning the king. Look at the book of Psalm 47 verse 1. Psalm 47 verse number 1. Oh, clap your hands, all ye people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. This was the only verse of the scripture that seems, seems to see clapping was part of praise. But you can't build a doctrine in one verse of scripture. In the whole Bible. You can't build a doctrine in just a verse in the whole Bible. There are two things about Psalm 47 verse 1. Number one, he didn't say clap unto the Lord. 
He said, shout unto God with a voice of triumph. He said, clap your hands, O ye people. Then when he wants to do with God, he says, shout unto God. He didn't say, clap unto God. Alright, please pay attention to that. Now, however, O ye people, if you have a Hebrew dictionary, it will let you see, O ye people was repeated again in verse 3. This translation lets us see it was the same people. The same people. Look at verse 3 of Psalm 47. What did he repeat in verse 3 of Psalm 47? He shall subdue the people. So the people he is clapping for, he shall subdue them under us. And the nations under our feet. He was actually telling the enemies of Israel to clap. Is the enemies that we are to clap. Okay? So when he was saying, shout unto God with a voice of triumph, it's not far-fetched. Triumph over the enemies. Because when you see the use of the word clap, you will understand. Now pay attention. Psalm 98 verse 8, because it's very, very important what we're, we're examining right now. Psalm 98 verse number 8. Let the floods clap their hands. Let the hills be joyful together. Use for inanimate object. Inanimate object. The flood should clap their hands. Alright? Observe Isaiah 55 12. Isaiah 55 verse number 12. <clears throat> for you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you to sing it. And all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Inanimate objects. Inanimate objects. Both of them are figurative. Figurative. Let's see the clear ones. Numbers 24 verse 10. Numbers chapter 24 verse 10. <clears throat> and Balak's anger was kindled against Balaam. And he smote his hands together. And Balak said unto Balaam, I called thee to curse my enemies. And behold, thou wast altogether blessed them these three times. So it is used to express disgust. It is used, clapping of hands is used to express disgust. Am I communicating? It's used to express disgust. That's the first use of the word clap in numbers to express disgust. Alright? Look at Ezekiel 6 verse 11. Ezekiel chapter 6 verse 11. <clears throat> Thus saith the Lord God, smite with thine hand. And stamp with thy foot and say, Alas, for all the evil abominations of the house of Israel, for they shall fall by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence. Ezekiel used this many times, and it was used negatively. Negatively. Look at Ezekiel 22, 13. Ezekiel 22, verse 13. Behold, therefore, I have smitten my hand, I have smitten my hand at thy dishonest gain which thou hast made and at thy blood which had been in the midst of thee. I have smitten my hand at thy dishonest gain. That is to strike the hand. Ezekiel 21.14 Pay attention. Ezekiel 21.14 Thou therefore son of man prophesy and smite thy hands together. 
And let the sword be double the third time. The sword of the slain. It is the sword of the great men that are slain. Which enter it into their privy chambers. You will never see the word praising God as clap. Rather, the clapping is to express disgust. Or the clapping is used for negative things. Are we together in the building? Alright, let's look at another one. Ezekiel 21, 17. Ezekiel 21, verse 17. I will also smite mine hands together. And I will cause my fury to rest. I, the Lord, have said it. So if you observe, the clapping of hands is for negative purposes. It was never used for praise. Look at another scripture. Nahum chapter 3 verse 19. Nahum. Nahum chapter 3 verse 19. Nahum 3.19 There is no healing of thy bruise. Thy wound is grievous. All that hear the brute of thee shall clap the hands over thee. For upon whom hath not thy wickedness passed continually? Again, used for negatives. Again, used for negative. Never used for praise. Ezekiel 25 verse 6. Ezekiel 25 verse number 6. There is no healing of thy bruise. Ezekiel 25 6. For thus saith the Lord God, because thou hast clapped thy hands and stamped with thy feet, and rejoice in heart with all that all thy despite against the land of Israel. Again, it was never used for worship or for praise. Lamentation two fifteen. Lamentations chapter two verse fifteen. All that pass by clap their hands at thee. They hiss and wag their head at the daughter of Jerusalem, saying is this the city that men called the, the perfection of beauty? The joy of the whole earth? So obviously the clapping of the hands in Hebrew was not for praise. It was used for duration. Used for fury or used to mock people. That's what clapping of hands was used for. So that's Psalm 47 where it says clap your hands O ye people will make sense with what the Derby translation says. For the Lord will subdue them. Them who? Them that are clapping. Them that are clapping. The Lord will subdue them. So it's not actually an instrument of praise clapping. It was neither either a clap or rebuke or defeat. Either way, it was never used. For the praise of God. Look at the epistles. Acts or the four gospel. The word clapping was never used. History has it that it was a case of culture. It's more of a cultural thing. When we clap for people. Alright, we clap for people. That is because it is accepted in the culture of the people. It must not be infused into Christian worship. It must not be infused into Christian worship. Christian worship must be scriptural. Must be scriptural. Christian worship must be scriptural. So the clapping of hands can be used for, you know, welcoming people to church. Welcoming ministers of the gospel into the service. Or we just say, put your hands together 
let's receive pastor so and so or you know let's honor the man of god let's clap and receive him we can clap for ourselves we can welcome people to church we can use it to you know clap for people that did wonderful in the church or something but it's never an instrument of praise unto our god i hope that's clear all right now it's Ken Hagen who said sometimes the clapping of the hands in churches that don't really have the means to buy equipment can be just for beat in singing. You know, ba, 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 we give glory to the Lord, he reigns. Ba, ba, it can be used to create beats for our, our symphony. So we use the beats to control how we sing for ourselves. But it's never an instrument of praise unto our God. Can I hear a powerful amen? Now let's examine the word dance. What about dancing in church? Is dancing part of praise? Well, the word dance was used 20 times in the Hebrew translation of the Bible. Dancing. The word dance does not appear at all in the book of Acts or in the epistles. Dance does not appear at all in the book of Acts or in the epistles. It appears five times in the four gospels. The first time the word dance will appear, and I'd like you to take note of how it is used. Matthew chapter 11 verse 16. Matthew chapter 11 verse 16. But whereunto shall I liken this generation? It is like unto children sitting in the markets and calling unto their fellows. Next verse. And saying, we have piped unto you, and you have not danced. We have mourned unto you, and you have not lamented. Did you see how it is used? Jesus used it to refer to an unbelieving generation. So that dancing there was used for an unbelieving generation. You will see it again in Matthew chapter 14 verse 6. The daughter of Herodias. Matthew 14 verse 6. But when Herod's birthday was kept... The daughter of Herodias danced before him and pleased Herod. She danced before him. And it is that dance that took away the head of John the Baptist. So it can never be a praise unto God. It is that dance that yanked off the head of John the Baptist. You will see these same stories repeated in Mark 6.22 and Luke 7.32. Mark 6.22 and Luke 7.32. Look at Luke 15.25. Luke chapter 15 verse number 25. Now talking about the prodigal son. His elder son was come, was in the field. And as he came and drew nigh to the house. He had music and dancing. He had music and dancing. So oftentimes, the music is linked to the dancing. Anywhere you hear music, there will be dancing. Usually, dancing is a response to musical instruments. And it was used by the Jews for occasions, like marriage. You know, when a marriage was happening, they danced, they played instruments and celebrated the occasion. But it was never used in Acts or in the epistles. So it was not mentioned in the New Testament at all. 
What is prominent in the New Testament from the four Gospels to the Epistles is the word rejoice. 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 Hallelujah. Rejoice. That's what you will find in the book of Acts. You will see it in the Epistles. The word rejoice, we will find it in Jesus. Luke 10, 21. Rejoice. Luke 10, verse 21. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in spirit and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent, and hast revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight. The word rejoice here is the Greek word agalio. Jesus agalio. Usually, when you rejoice, that word agalio means to jump, to turn around and to run. That's the way you burst into exuberant, you know, praise, into joy expression. And the expression of that joy is uncoordinated. It's uncoordinated because it's spontaneous. You can't control spontaneous joy. It's uncoordinated. The same in Luke 1 47. Luke chapter 1 verse 47. Luke chapter 1, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. Agalio. Then you will see it in Acts 16.34. When they got saved. Acts 16.34. And when he had brought them into his house, he set meat before them and rejoiced. Believing in God with all his house. Salvation. It's an outburst of joy, a galio. It's uncoordinated and it involves running and excitement. Running and excitement. You know, glory! You just burst out in joy. Joy. Hallelujah. It's a response to joy in the spirit. Joy in the spirit. Look at First Peter chapter 1 verse 8. First Peter Chapter 1, verse 8 is very important. We fundamentally and doctrinally know why things are done the way they are done in church. So that we are not blind people following blind people. We should know why things are done. And we should know what is the right thing to do and what is not even supposed to be done. Am I communicating at all? Because everything we do is worship. So we must know which one is right and which one is not even expected. So that we can do what is right. As people that are well informed and people that are taught the word. And that's the job of a pastor to take care of, you know, every area of Christian worship, every, every area of relationship with God so that we understand why we do the things we do in the kingdom of God. First Peter chapter one verse eight. First Peter chapter one verse eight. Whom having not seen you love, in whom though now you see him not, yet believing, you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. The word agalio is the active sense of rejoice. So you find it's joy there. It's not a cultural step-by-step movement with equipment. That joy is not a cultural step-by-step movement with equipment. It's spontaneous, uncoordinated. It just bursts out of your spirit when revelation comes or the Holy Ghost tears you up. A galio is a case of uncoordinated response of joy. However, for it to be worshipful, 
It carries joy and reverence. Joy and reverence. Agaleo involves laughter also. Laughter. Jesus will say, Father, I thank you, which means it carried honor. So, we don't, we don't, we don't dance. We rejoice. See that. We don't dance. We rejoice in the spirit. And it carries honor and awe. It's an act of praise. So the question I know many people ask is, is it a sin to clap? No. It's not a sin to clap. But just know it is not used for praise and worship of God. We have the use of, of hands in scripture. How do we use our hands in praise in scripture? First Timothy chapter 2 verse 8. First Timothy chapter 2 verse 8. <clears throat> I will therefore that men pray everywhere lifting up holy hands. Without wrath and doubting. Lifting up holy hands. We lift up holy hands. That's how we use our hands. Look at Psalm 141 verse 2. Psalm 141 verse 2. Let my prayer be set forth before thee as incense. And the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. The lifting up of my hands... As the evening sacrifice. Psalm 134 verse 2. Psalm 134 verse number 2. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary. And bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. We lift up our hands in the sanctuary. And we bless the Lord. In the Old Testament what they did was to lift their hands. See that? First Kings 8.22 First Kings 8.22 At the dedication of Solomon's temple And Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord In the presence of all the congregation of Israel And spread forth his hands Toward heaven Spread forth his hands Towards heaven So, you, you know Look at Exodus 9.33 Exodus Lots of scriptures Good for your spiritual health and Moses went out of the city from Pharaoh and spread abroad his hands unto the Lord. And the thunders and hail ceased, and the rain was not poured upon the earth. Spread his hands unto the Lord in praise and in worship. So you see people lifted up their hands. Now you will see kneeling down in worship. Kneeling down. Jesus himself knelt down. Matthew twenty six thirty nine. Matthew 26, 39. And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O oh my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. So Jesus fell down. That's an art of worship. Sometimes in the midst of praise, you are free to fall down. To kneel down. You know, you just fall down or kneel down. There's nothing wrong. That's part of worship. That's part of praise. There's a way the awesomeness, the, the, the beauty of Jesus will so much overwhelm you. 
standing is not good enough. You want to lie down. You want to kneel down. You want to prostrate before the Lord. All of those are acts of praise and acts of worship doctrinally in the scriptures. Look at Acts 20, 36, brother Paul. Acts 20, 36. Acts 20, 36. And when he had thus spoken, he kneeled down and prayed with them all. He kneeled down and prayed with them all. So when they were to pray, he knelt down. Kneeling down is reverence. It's reverence to God. In, in Ephesians 3.14, I bow my knees. I bow my knees. 3.14. For this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. I bow my knees. I bow my knees. Look at 1 Corinthians 14.24. Brother Paul talking about somebody who encounters the goodness of God. But if all prophesy, and there come in one that believeth not, or one unlearned, he is convinced of all. He is judged of all. Look at the next verse. And those are the secrets of his heart made manifest. And so, falling down on his face, he will worship God and report that God is in you of a truth. How will he worship God? Falling down on his face. Are we learning something? Very important. Now, we can bow down, we can kneel down, we can lift holy hands. You can even sit down all in reverence. And when there's an outburst of joy, outburst, we all begin to rejoice. And when we start the rejoicing, it's uncoordinated. And that's why sometimes it looks like we're crazy. You see people running all over the place. Yeah, it's an outburst of joy. It's uncoordinated. See people all over. Nobody's controlling anybody. It's an outburst of joy. And then after it's over, we settle down and continue what we're doing. He said, these men are mad. He's part of it. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. To what extent must our culture affect how we praise God? Well, it's obvious when you come into Christ, you receive a culture of the Spirit. You receive a culture of the Spirit. We worship in spirit and in truth. We mustn't be left, you know... Uh, Trying to merge our natural biological culture with what we have in Christ's kingdom. No, not at all. We don't combine them. They don't work together. <laughs> Comparing spiritual with spiritual. Natural with natural. For the natural man cannot receive the things of the spirit. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. We must be learning what we ought to carry on in our worship and in our service. Guided by the scriptures. Guided by the scriptures. Something about praise is, if someone is leading and he says, bow down. Everybody ought to bow down. Nobody is a senior brother at that time. We all bow down. If somebody is leading worship and he says, let's lift up our hands. We lift up our hands. Except he is saying we should do what is unscriptural. Then we all stand and be looking at him. Let him know that something is wrong. 
But otherwise, lift up holy hands. Let's kneel before the Lord. Let's prostrate before the Lord. Let's sit. Let's lift up our hands. I sense joy in the spirit. Boom! All over the building. Praise God. You can't be singing, we bow down, and you're standing. Now, if you're singing, we bow down, you bow down. If you're singing, we kneel down, you kneel down. You kneel. Your knees and your clothes cannot be too expensive to kneel before the Lord. We do the word. Hallelujah. Somebody say, we do the word. Somebody say, we do the word. Praise is a very serious thing. What the music team does in church is to lead us to praise God. Not to entertain us. They lead us to praise God. Is it clear tonight? We're ministering to the Lord as you lead. You know, we make sure the words agree with the New Testament reality. And if a song is being sung by somebody and is singing a song that does not agree with who we are, we all stand and be looking at him. He will get the message. The moment he's the only one singing, everybody's looking. Even the instrumentalists are on vacation. They take their hands off the instruments. Everybody's looking at him. He will say, don't you know the song? Mm-mm. Uh, can I teach you? Mm-mm. <laughs> don't teach us that thing that we don't want to learn. <laughs> yeah. We'll just be looking at him. We don't care his name. If he likes, let him be the global music minister. Without be looking at him. Let him know something is wrong. Then if he brings a song we all agree with, then we start singing, then suddenly everything will start working. Because he's doing what is in agreement with us. <laughs> That's the danger of being around the people that are taught the word of God. Praise God. I say praise God. The praise of God is not a display of skills. Mm-mm. It's not a display of skills. I determine to know nothing among you save Christ and Him crucified. Hebrews 13 15, as I round up for the night. Hebrews 13 15, tonight we'll have more time for questions and answers and all of that. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 15. By Him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips. Giving thanks to his name. Giving thanks to his name. I'm sure you know I have covered almost everything in praise and worship. Almost everything. Giving thanks to his name. The offering of our lips. The lifting of our hands. The kneeling of our knees. We prostrate before the Lord. Giving thanks to his name. That's how to worship God. That's how to worship God. Clapping is not worship, but clapping can be done for welcoming ourselves and celebrating ourselves. God is at another level. We worship in spirit and in truth. We worship in the regeneration that we have in Christ and in the reality of the finished work of Christ. And then we have acts that demonstrate our praise to God. You know, there's this song, we lift our hands in the sanctuary. 
We lift our hands in the sanctuary. Alright, then they will not say we clap our hands. No, that clap, when they say we just stand and be looking at them. Then when they finish and come back to lift our hands, we join. <laughs> they will know that something is not right somewhere. That's the way to correct some people sometimes. Because sometimes English is not enough. It's better to correct people practically. Praise God. Are we blessed tonight? Glory to God. Let's rise our feet as all of God for you in this service. Glory to God. Angebo jekele de brina katole bahata. Membro da zokolo da bozekea. Oh Father, we praise and bless the name of Jesus. We honor and we worship, we glorify. Thank you Lord for salvation. Thank you for the free favors of God that profusely abound. Thank you Father for justification. Thank you that we are accepted in the beloved. Thank you that our names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Thank you that we are born of the spirit. We are born of the world. We are born of the spirit. We are born of the world. Therefore, we walk in the light. We live in the light. We do the word naturally. Mengarota. 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 We are the circumcision that worship God in the spirit and have no confidence in the flesh. Father, we rejoice. You've forgiven our sins. You've forgiven our iniquity. You've healed our diseases. You've restored our health. You are building us up by your word. Mentolina manangalege retisketelea. Eh, Jekonda, Merika, Rakota, Bereke, Sekila, Namara, Korato, Mereke, Sekela. Ah, Mengalota Bayata. Eh, Jekeana. Alem. Ora da baba. Ora da baba. Ora da baba. Ora da baba. Engelenemosa talia. Aninda name of Jesus. We rebuke sickness. We rebuke disease. Satan, get your hands off of God's property. In the name of Jesus, sick bodies be healed. Be healed. Be healed. In the name of Jesus. Praise you, Father. And we rejoice tonight that we are found in you, not having our own righteousness. And we thank you for your word coming forth every day, building us up, equipping us, bringing us into our fullness in Christ Jesus. Thank you for answered prayer tonight. In Jesus' precious name, and every believer says a powerful amen. Oh my goodness, what a service, man. What a service tonight. Woo, I tell you, I feel like running around this open. <laughs> Woo, amen. Praise God. I'd like you to grab your offerings before I join Mr. Michael Bush in the next one or two minutes. Grab a good offering tonight. We want to worship God and just worship with our givings. Our finances are resources used to get the gospel out to the nations of the earth. To get the gospel out to where people are who really need the gospel. And it's a joy to be able to serve you the grace of God. On social media, the banking details are scrolling. On, on Kingdom Life Network, the banking details are scrolling. When Mr. Michael Bush takes over in the other studio, he's going to tell you about, you know, for the radio audience, which accounts to send your offerings. But I want to thank you for supporting and always making sure that the things we do in the kingdom continues to find expression. It's always a delight and always a joy. I'd like you to lift up your offerings right now as we pray tonight. Father, we rejoice for the privilege to give, the privilege to honor Christ and to honor the finished work of Christ. Through our finances, we rejoice that the gospel keep affecting nations of the earth. And as we give tonight, we give with joy. And we decree that our offerings are a sweet smell before you. Now I pray for everyone giving. My God supplies all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I decree that every need of yours is met supernaturally. 
great grace is upon you tonight. In Jesus' precious name. And every believer says a powerful amen. Praise God. In another few minutes, I'll be joining Mr. Michael Bush. But just before that, please listen to this. Sunday morning, you don't want to miss worshiping at Power City International, wherever you're hearing the sound of my voice. You don't want to miss the service. I'm going to be talking about the Holy Spirit in the first and second service and through the whole of next week. So you don't want to miss what I'm going to be teaching. You know, because many people wonder, you know, Holy Spirit, how, how do we relate with Holy Spirit in the light of the Christocentric myths? You don't want to miss what I'm going to be teaching from Sunday first service. It's going to be exciting. And you want to tell more people to be part of these beginning from next week. But I'm excited tonight about the privilege of serving you the grace of God. I still have with me in the building here, Dr. Gabriel from Kaduna and Pastor Ray all the way from Manchester, man. You guys had a blast today. Come, 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 come tell, tell the audience the kind of things you did today on Kingdom Life Network. Because some of them don't even know what's going on there. Do we have any microphone for them around? Any microphone quickly? You know, let's, let's, let's quickly get a mic for Dr. Gabriel and uh, Pastor Ray. All the way, all the way, man. You refuse to let the lockdown keep you there. <laughs> Glory to God. What a joy tonight. What a joy. Go ahead, go ahead. Tell, tell the people what we've been doing. It has, it has been awesome. Just being on stage, being on set, bringing and unpacking the revelation of Jesus, showing for the grace of God that Papa has imparted us a persuasion that we are dispensing to the world. And it's been awesome. It has been awesome. We have so much more happening because after Papa is done right now, I'll be back on set again. I'll be having some very wonderful time. So you need to get hooked up because so much will be happening. Then questions and answers, we are set for you. Hallelujah. <laughs> That is something else is happening. I'm so glad I'm here in New York, and I'm also glad I'm on KLN. It has been brutal. And tonight, we will continue from where we stopped in the morning. Daddy, you've taught us how to be brutal, and that is what we are doing now. (laughs) Dr. Gabriel talked about the days when he was doing deliverance, how he picked an honorable woman. And him and the woman were on the floor. <laughs> I was watching you guys today. <laughs> and I was hearing that part of the story. And I was like, my goodness, what's happening here? He was good. He, he was a goalkeeper. And he used to play football. Him and Mr. Michael Bush should go and play some football while he's still here. Because Mr. Michael Bush is a good player too. But I tell you, you guys are having a wonderful time. You know, I watch a number of those, those, those broadcasts and they're really amazing and the people are getting blessed. I mean, you're reaching the whole of Africa, parts of Europe, Asia, you're reaching people and it's exciting, you know, you know, excited what God is doing. I'm glad to have you guys here and looking forward to tonight. You guys are on from eight o'clock on Kingdom Life Network, you know. Praise God. Hallelujah. We love you guys. All right, guys, you're gonna, we're gonna meet you in the next studio in the next few minutes where we're gonna be answering your questions, responding to your phone calls and, you know, examining the things that you know, you've sent to us on, of course, we're going to have a great time chatting together in the next session. And until I see you in the next session with Mr. Michael Bush, enjoy the grace of Christ and be blessed. Let's celebrate viewers around the world for being a part of this service tonight. Glory! Amen! You have been blessed by this message. For these, all the messages and books by Dr. Adel Damino, please call plus 234-806-800-9939. Or email powercityoffice at gmail.com. Abel Damino Ministries International presents Righteous Invasion of Truth Riot live with Dr. Abel Damino. In your career, in your marriage, in your business, on your job, receive miracles.
curse, curses, cursing, and the concept of deliverance. And ask the counselor with Dr. Abel Daminer and Michael Bush. Time, Monday to Saturday, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Sunday, 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. GMT Plus One. Join the program live on Comfort FM 95.1. Uyo, Sunday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And Monday to Saturday, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Radio Akwaibum 90.5 FM. Uyo, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. daily. XL FM 106.9. Uyo, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. daily. Unuyo FM 100.7 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. daily. Inspiration FM 105.9 Uyo 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily. And on Heritage FM 104.9 10 p.m. to midnight. You can also watch this programs live on Kingdom Live Network TV on your strong decoder or my TV decoder. You can also follow Abel Damino's Facebook page, Public Figure, as well as YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram handles to watch real time. Welcome to Riot Live and Ask the Counselor. Host, Doctors Abel and Rachel Damino. Abel Damino Ministries International presents Righteous Invasion of Truth Riot Live with Dr. Abel Damino In your career, in your marriage, in your business, on your job Receive miracles The curse, curses And the concept of deliverance Abel Damino and Michael Bush Time, Monday to Saturday, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Sunday, 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. GMT Plus One. Join the program live on Comfort FM 95.1. Uyo, Sunday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And Monday to Saturday, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Radio Akwaibom 90.5 FM. Uyo, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. daily. XL FM 106.9. Uyo, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. daily. Unuyo FM 100.7 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. daily. Inspiration FM 105.9. Yo 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily. And on Heritage FM 104.9 10 p.m. to midnight. You can also watch this programs live on Kingdom Live Network TV on your strong decoder or my TV decoder. You can also follow Abel Damino's Facebook page, Public Figure, as well as YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram handles to watch real time. 
Welcome to Riot Live and Ask the Counselor. Host Doctors Abel and Rachel Daminger. I'm waiting for them to start counting. They started counting, and but you know I come from a place called Uruan in Akwaibum State, Nigeria, and everyone there is ever ready. Sometimes we are ready on land, sometimes in the air, sometimes um, under the waters, and you never try us. Okay, so that's the story of Uran. Just to set the stage on this edition of the program. We'd like to apologize for the, you know, slight um, delay in kicking off part two. The account details that we always do, the traditional open on the program, Power City International, that is the account name. There are three banks on this edition of the program. I'd like to start with UBA 139-26-465. That's for UBA. Power City International is the account name. The same for FCMB 2982 68 FCMB and Zenith is 1012. 36, 59, 12. 10, 12, 36, 59, 12. Power City International, the account name. Okay, next up, the need to tell you about uh, calls. Very soon on the program, you have the opportunity to join us live on telephone. The number to do that on is plus 234-806-800-9939. Plus 234, if you are calling from outside the country, otherwise it's 0806 800-9939, or you email, ask the counselor now at gmail.com, or better still, an SMS or 22 plus 234703 For sponsorship, yes, we need, you know, lots of sponsorship. As a matter of fact, we have um, inquiries from everywhere. You know, Crossover State is next. People want the program on some radio station in Crossover State. And we'll, um, we, we hope that sponsors can call us up if you want the programs, for instance, in Abuja, in Lagos. Anywhere in the world, you could just call us up and um, see how we can partner to do that. So the number to call for sponsorship is plus 234-803-275-6104, or you email directly to Damina at yahoo.com. Global Baba is already set, me too. I am set, and uh, even my producer and the technical team who are working backstage are set. Okay, I'm not going on any break. Rob Baba is already on set, and it behooves me at this point to say that my name is Michael Bush. My producer is Pastor I.J. Quere. The production team, all, so, all, all of them, there are so, so many of them, they all joined me to welcome you to this edition of the program. But uh, the number one man, the man without whom there will be no, um, as the counselor, there will be no riot life. The set man for a time like now, an international televangelist, a prolific author, has written over 30 books and counting, and global barber, Dr. Ebel Damina. The intercontinental Mr. Bush, so good to see you here. I, I don't feel that kind of excitement when I introduce myself. I don't, of course, for producer. No, when you introduce, you know. the moment you show up everywhere goes, goes <laughs> and everybody gets excited. Global Baba. Always so, a so joy. Nice to see you. Always so nice a to joy. be here. Praise you know, I, I, I love Thursdays. Thursdays is my busiest day of I the know, week. I know, I know. You know, I have television 4 to 6, 
have radio 6.30 until 10 p.m. I know. You know, and then I have this, 6 you until have 8. This, yes. But I always look forward to this. One. I do too. And um, I'm super excited that it's here. And then, of course, Pastor Ray is still in the house. Yeah, right yeah, from Manchester. Yeah, yeah. I just you know. let them speak before you. You know, I'm going, I'm going to put him on radio and television. And of course, Pastor um, Dr. Gabriel, yes. both of them would be on, on some TV or radio programs. Will be good. Progress. Will, will be, be nice. Will be, be nice. Good. Just, um, they, have some, the, they have some good content. Absolutely, and hitting the world on all sides. Heavy, uh, I tell you. You know, heavy. for Christ. Yeah. I just listened to 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 Pastor Ray, you know, with mm-hmm. you. Okay. When, you when heard you just, Of course, I heard it. And uh, I'm just wondering what the people on uh, Facebook Live will be saying. Everyone yes. will be envious. I, I'm sure. You know, I know Philly Sotorile would like to say... It seems like she is going to be Papa's <laughs> girls, so the girls are coming. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, all of them on Facebook Live. Um, exactly. I hope that on this edition of the program, I'm able to... Look at them. Okay, Global Baba, we'll start as we always do with prayers for our Kwaibom state, our government, our people, for Nigeria, the same for Africa and the world. Let's pray. Father, we rejoice that every day we have confidence, total confidence in you and in your word. And the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. So together we come in faith and we rejoice as we pray for our government in our Kwaibom state, the governor of this state and his cabinet. We pray for Nigeria, the president of this nation. We pray for other presidents of other countries. And we ask, oh God, that the gospel penetrates government houses, that the gospel of Christ penetrates the dark places of the earth, that men and women in power will come to the knowledge of the truth. We decree, Lord, that beyond that, that your spirit will cause them to rise to a place where they are built up, they are equipped, they are discipled. And in the name of Jesus, we also ask that the governors and the governments and the presidents of the different nations of the earth will have grace and help to create enabling environment for potentials to thrive. We decree that the enemy does not take advantage of our countries and our nations. We stop the devil in his maneuvers and we declare that the light of the gospel shines and the darkness cannot comprehend. We give you praise for answer prayer. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Praise God. Yeah, Global Baba, it's good to have you. And um, about time we started the program proper. By the way, this is the um, Ask the Counselor. It's coming right on the heels of Riot Life, of course. And um, we're about to start. We spent the night, I think that was in Manchester. Yes, Because yes. we wanted to get at Pastor Ray for just coming like that. That's right. He didn't allow us to um, roll the red carpet for him. So we airport. left him here and we went to we Manchester. We went to sleep over there. And you know, and the weather there is cool. Absolutely. It's better yes, for us. Very cool. And so we meet him, we meet him at some point when we come back to you <laughs> on this edition of the program. Okay, so from Manchester in the United Kingdom, we're starting today. This one is anonymous, so we can claim that it comes there from. The Lord increase you, sir. Please, from your explanation of the word, does it imply in any way that a born again Christian can live in sin and doesn't miss heaven? Again, what if a believer starts living in sin? Will he make heaven? Well, I think these questions, uh, you know, when people ask about. such questions, sometimes mm. it's just mischief. Because how can you say Christ, who came to take away the sins of the world, is inside you and you're living in sin? It makes no sense. It makes no sense whatsoever. Jesus came to take away sin. So if he lives in a believer, the believer cannot have pleasure in sin, cannot delight in sin. It's possible the believer may be overtaken. The book of Galatians chapter 6 verse 1 says, If a man be overtaken in a fault, he that has spiritual restore him in the spirit of meekness. People can be overtaken, they could sleep, but we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And don't forget, it's not because you're sinless that you're saved. 
is because you believe in Christ that you are saved. You know, so, um, uh, and I think some, sometimes the reason why some people ask such questions is because they are not coming down to learn. They are not coming down to listen to the teaching of God's word. They are impatient. They are not listening because if you listen to the teaching of God's word, I'm telling you, you will discover that where sin abounds, the grace of God much more abounds because the grace of God is God's solution to the sins of men. So again, you need to listen to more teaching of God's word. It will help you realize that sin does not work with the grace of God. That's why brother Paul will say, God forbid, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Okay, Global Papa will still stay on in uh, Manchester because there is uh, Fabrice Iran, you know, who has written now. It's a recommendation and an appeal and doesn't tell us where he's um, doing it from, so we'll take it that it still comes from the UK. Global Papa, when the light of the gospel I received from your teaching entered me and I began saying the things, or saying the same things, I faced strong opposition, monitoring lost some friendships to the point that it was too much that I couldn't bear, but I remained strong as if nothing was going on. I've been strongly commanded to put a halt to follow your videos and been labeled all sorts of names. The funny thing is that I can't feel anything is going on. I continue what I'm doing openly, learning from you and preaching the same on my page and sharing the videos as well. I'm becoming stronger each day, Global Baba, and the devil is growing weaker every day. That's right. These days, I notice that your videos on YouTube cannot be accessed. Is that accessed or accessed? You know, you cannot um, have uh, access to those videos on YouTube because of other, or on other softwares. I use online software to cut some portions of your sermons to share with everyone on my Facebook page, on WhatsApp and Telegram. Everywhere, but I noticed that they can't no longer be, you know, got to be precise. The videos from August, it has become increasingly difficult to download or cut. Please, Global Baba, may the media fix the problem and allow embedding and turn off prohibit um, download and allow the URL to be accessed on other platforms. Thank you, Global Baba. Fabril Iran. I, I think the issue is not with us. There's a lot going on with social media and the whole technology. Because uh, it's America is threatening to take away their 230 protection clause. So a lot of things are going on. Even today, Facebook was becoming very difficult to upload videos. It was so difficult to even allow comments on Facebook. Because Facebook is shifting. And I even hear there's a new Facebook now. In fact, some guys in America called me to tell me there's a new Facebook. They are changing all the rules, the regulations. They are changing certain things. Because they are trying to prepare themselves in the event that America denies them the protection clause. So, it's not from us. It's not, both YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, it's not from us. It's from the, you know, their technicalities. However, my advice to you will be that we are trying to make sure by Sunday we give you people a link. In case Facebook decides to shut down or Facebook decides to go funny, you will not be left out. So we want to give everybody that is connected to this ministry around the world a link to Kingdom Life Network. So that if you're not able to get us on any social media platform, you can come straight to face to, to, through that link to Kingdom Life Network and not miss out on anything we're doing. So on Sunday, we're going to be giving out that link to everybody that follows us online and to just make sure you're not cut out at all. So it's not from our office. It's from Facebook, from YouTube. And, uh, you know, we have not tampered with our settings. Okay, Global Baba, let's leave the UK now and head to Spain. Blessings, my Global Baba. 
And please also help to extend my greetings to my global mama, as well as my honorable intercontinental, Mr. Michael Bush. My name is Raymond Irobe from Spain. Before I share this this morning, I want to say thank you, and uh, also to Mr. Bush for all your labor of love for Christ and humanity. Thank you, Global Baba. I would not also forget to appreciate everyone supporting you in this field of harvest, especially your family and kids that always read the Bible. We appreciate you all the way. Now, Global Baba, here is my testimony. Let me quickly drop my experience I have with Dr. Abel Damina teaching. Since the, I started following his uh, teachings in January 2018, my life has never remained the same. Glory. I used to follow one pastor in Abuja called... He leaves the number, he leaves the name, but I'm not going to put that out now. Every Sunday service, I don't know him personally as well as, but one day, as I was sitting in my small sitting room, trying to watch the service as usual on YouTube TV channel, I never heard about Dr. Ebel Damina before in my lifetime, and nobody had ever told me about him or his teaching, even though I was following that pastor in Abuja within my spirit, I was unsatisfied. But I don't know what was wrong that I wasn't satisfied in my spirit. 2018, at the moment, I turned my YouTube TV on that Sunday, and suddenly Dr. Abel Damina, who is eternally blessed with revelation knowledge of Christ, my global barber, who was teaching, or his teaching popped up on my screen instantly. I heard a voice say to me, click on it. And I don't even know how I played the video instantly on YouTube channel. I started hearing eternal salvation, first time in my life, to hear such teachings. Then shouted, calling my wife, standing before me, saying, we have found him, we have found him. I don't even know what I was saying in my mouth with deep, Tears of joy in our hearts with peace. We both uh, cried that day without not anybody beating us. And I kept saying, we have found him. We have found him with tears in my eyes. I never even knew that such words were written in the Bible when Philip saw Jesus and he went on to. So he goes on and on and on. And um, we, that's just a testimony. Uh, I, I'm not Praise able. God. I'm not able. He said, well, I, I can continue. He says, um, Philip. Find Nathaniel and, and said unto him, We have found him, of whom Moses in the law and the prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Since then, we started following your teaching. I went to search for you on Facebook before I finally had your contact, since our life has never remained the same. Now, with knowledge I have in Christ, nobody can play, can downplay what Christ has done in our life. No, but the greatest challenge I have now, which I know is not good as a believer to be isolated without um, the gathering of sense for fellowship, is that for me to miss out one of your teachings, it's like missing out one year of your teachings, and I try several times to bring people to my house to listen together to the true gospel of Christ, that because of what religion has deposited in, in my mind or in their minds, it will take prayers and so much to be able to convince them. And it's only on Facebook I've been able to bring people to this light of Christ through your teaching. I need your counsel, Global Baba. I can't afford to miss your teaching, and it's not good to be isolated because if it is not Panadol, enough it be Panadol. That's right. Wow. So he needs wow. your counsel. You know, how does he gather people? He has a problem. That's quite grateful. Raymond Irigbe is one of those um, yes, on strong guys on Facebook. Yeah. Life. Yes. I mean, you just, just keep preaching. Keep preaching. Pray, preach, pray, preach, pray, preach until you have one. Then you have two. Then you have three. And they keep growing. That's the way it works. So don't give up. Just be resolute. Pray, preach, pray, talk to people, share the gospel with them, get them saved, bring them to your house for discipleship. That's the way to go. Pray, Teach, go around, contact people, share the gospel with them until they come to the knowledge of the truth. So don't be weary, don't be tired. It's going to work if you don't give up. Okay, let's um, leave Europe now and come to some part of Africa. And Zambia is our first um, <clears throat> spot of call, excuse me. Hello, Mr. Bush, and um, hello, Global Baba, Dr. Damina, sir. I'm Desmond Tulumba 
from Zambia. For close to 10 years now, you've been such a blessing to me and two of my brothers and two of my friends who have also joined following your ministry. You are such a great general in the army of Christ Jesus. Continue, sir. I hope to see you very soon in Zambia. Sir, from 2016, I received a calling from God. I've been running with it to today, though I cannot do much, or though I can do much more. And I've also received an assignment for for charity work. Now I need your advice on how I can be able to bring, and how I can bring in others along into the vision God has given me, especially that I keep changing places because I'm a university student. So I go home and back to school each time we close and open. Hope to hear from you, sir. Thank you. But what you do is whenever you have the chance, do the best you can do. Whenever you're away again, you start another one. When you come back, you continue. That's the way to go. Just do your best with what you have available. Okay, I'm just looking to continue with the other parts of Africa. I have um, just moving now from um, Zambia. I need to go to Kenya. This one. Hello, man of God. Thank you for bringing this live broadcast on KLN TV. I'm learning so much. Bless you, sir. I'm Pastor Edwin Moringi, and I am of PCI Lobwa Campus in Kenya. Yeah. Wow, you're in Kenya. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Zambian, uh, excuse me, Zimbabwe next. Hello, Dr. Damina. My name is Fortunate Nkomo from Wange in Zimbabwe. I would like to thank you, Global Baba, Dr. Ibel Damina, for the revelation and teaching of the true word of God. The first time I started listening to you on the true nature of God, I was so blessed. Since then, I have been listening and following your teachings. How can I get books, materials, and teachings here in Zimbabwe and also fellowship with other believers? Thank you. Well, in Zimbabwe, all you do is send us a mail. Send a mail to our office. Send a mail to Dr. Abel Damina at yahoo.com. And then we will respond and make sure you get the materials. We'll send a lot of materials to people in Zimbabwe and Zambia and all of those that exist of the world. So send a mail. Ask for what you want. Our office will contact you and get the material shipped to where you are. Bless you. Malawi is next. Hello. I am Martin Mirenda, and I'm watching from Zuzu in Malawi. I'm blessed with your messages. I'm blessed by your messages. To God be the glory. The messages are filled with well-articulated Bible study. Global Baba, thank you. Thank you. Thank you in Malawi. Okay, so I think from there, Global Baba, we should fly straight into Nigeria. And guess what? From Malawi, we're flying straight into you, Akwaibum State. Hello, Global Baba and Mr. Bush. I really love your golden voice. All right. But Global Baba, they didn't say they love your golden voice, Global Baba. No, it's your own. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Global Baba, I love you so much. Well, he only loves my golden voice. But, but me, he loves, he loves me. <laughs> oh, Global Baba. So, so I'm Charles, and I write from Akwaibum State. I once told you last month that I'm HIV positive, that by hearing God's word, I believe I'm healed and would no longer take the drugs. You advised me, Global Baba, to continue taking my drugs because it wasn't bad doing so. A man who calls himself my pastor told me I do not need drugs because I'm healed. After a month without drugs, all the symptoms and the sickness itself came back in full squad. But thanks to God for your advice and thanks to God I'm alive, Global Baba. You are frankly off and from God. Thank God for your counsel and thank God I listened to you. Thanks to our God, our Father. Amen. Yeah, Amen. that's real. That's very yeah. important. You yeah. don't drop your drugs. Absolutely. <laughs> no, you don't. Yes. Because drugs are not an enemy. Drugs sure. work together with the power of God for the human body. Because the human body was created to depend on what comes from the earth to mm. sustain it. You know, so. 
Okay, Klumpo, but let's do some tour still around um, Aquaibom State to you. You're anonymous. Hello, Dr. Namina. You're a mighty blessing to your listeners in this generation. You have blessed us with by your expository teachings. May God raise more people like you for the uh, gospel of Christ Jesus. Be strong in the Lord. Anonymous. Amen. Thank you. Okay, still from around here. Hello, pastors. Uh, please, I need you to pray for me. I listen to your message, and I believe, sir, God will use it to solve my problems. didn't say what the prayer is, so yeah. we, will pray at, we will pray that at the end, end of the program. Okay, Ikorobasi, I'm just going to be doing with you, uh, Kwaibum, roundabout, says, I'm Gospel Daniel from Ikorobasi. Hello, Global Baba. I've been listening to your preaching, and I really enjoy them. Please pray for my sister. She's bleeding and has been so for five months now, going to the hospital, buying drugs every now and then. All these have, have given no solution. Should she stop the drugs? Please help me. I attended the minister's conference two years ago in your church. It was a great time we had. I'm gospel. Daniel from Ikorobasi. No, she shouldn't stop her drugs. Let her continue with her drugs. But, you know, we keep praying. We stand in faith and trust God that, you know, her body is healed from that bleeding. We command whatever is responsible for that bleeding to cease. And in the name of Jesus, we speak a miracle into her body. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so here next is um, this one from Ikorepene, local government area of Akwaibum State. Says, hello, Global Baba, my elegant teacher of the word. Please, Global Baba, I'm very interested in showing my generation the truth of God's word through what I've learned from your ministry. Here at Ikorepene, local government area, I want your ministry to create a platform for me and the rest of our generation in teaching the gospel of Christ. I'm a neighbor in Ikorepene. All right, we have, we have a campus. In fact, we have campuses in Ikorepene. So all you need to do is reach out to the campus so you can grow together with them, learn the word together with them, and serve Christ together. Bless you. Fantastic. Still from Ikorepene, another one, Daniel. I love your deep root in the word. Do Christians have a particular day to fellowship and worship? No particular day. Our day is a person. His name is Jesus. Once you have Christ, you can worship any day of the week, any day of the week, and all the days of the week, and any time of the day, you know, any time, because the reality is Christ himself. Okay, another part of our quiet boom is corner, and Samson Omar writes there from, Greetings to you, Global Baba, I'm blessed here. May God keep and strengthen you more and more. Where is Power City in Econo? In Econo, we have a Power City in Econo. There's a campus there. So what we do is at the end of the broadcast, I'm sure our our team will reach out to you and give you details of the Econo Campus. Next up is this anonymous entry. Hello, Dr. Damina. Thank you for the sound message of Christ. We appreciate your ministry. Thank you. All right. I'm trying to make sure we can get um, everyone served in Aquaibum, so we move outside the state. Hello, Dr. Damina. My name is Mawang. I'm an expatriate. I live and work in Ikorepene with a construction company called Aquastic Stemco. Please, I need Dr. Damina on the live radio to pray for the company and me to begin to get contracts in order to grow and be blessed in Aquaibum state. That would come before we round off this edition of the program. Back here, hello, Global Baba, Mr. Bush. Please say my name is Mary Isaac from Uyo. I need you to pray for open doors, favor, and also for a good job. Thank you, sir. We pray as we progress. Many, many others, um, all looking for prayers. I come back to that in a moment. Okay, Madhu doesn't tell us who he's writing from, but this one is longish, so I'll take it. Hello, Global Baba. Thank you for being such a blessing to the body of Christ. You have actually answered most of the questions in my heart through your preaching and teaching. 
So you said that God knew Adam would fall as a man by eating the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. Hence, my salvation plan before time began. Does this suffice that God even knows an unborn child will reject Christ and by his decision condemn himself to eternal damnation? If this is the case, Globaba, is it not appropriate to say God created such a child to go to hell since he foreknew his decision? I think the decision a man makes is left to him alone since God made him a free moral agent. I once argued this in the past with friends. In my opinion, God doesn't know man's choice or the choice that a man will make, but he knows and warns of the consequences of such decisions. Please, Global Baba, explain this further. My name is Madhu. The moment you say God doesn't know, then he is not God. He is God because he is all-knowing. The fact that he knows everything doesn't mean he's responsible for everything. God just sees the end from the beginning, the beginning from the end. But it is not God that determines the choice. Man ultimately determines the choice. But being God, he goes ahead of man's decision. And he sees what man will decide, but does not in any way influence it. That is why he is God. And in his mercy, having known what man is capable of doing, he has provided a way of escape in the sacrifice of Jesus. God is all-knowing, all-powerful, and God is all, he, he has everything, he knows everything. That's why he is God. Producer, in another two or three minutes, we should be able to start taking calls. I'll be taking calls for all of 20 minutes on this edition of the program. From Uyo, hello, Dad. We have neither mother nor father. I don't know what is going on. Whenever a person will favor me, something will happen and make me miss that favor. Sometimes I do not know how it happens. Someone would want to help me to start up something meaningful for myself, and something else would just jump in, something I cannot explain, would suddenly come up and stop it. Then I would remain exactly how I was originally, Global Baba. I don't know what is going on around me. I'm a young person of 19 years. I'm in SS3. Please help me, Daddy. Pray for me. Counsel me. Pray for God to use people to help me. I'm so tired of my situation. Thank you, Daddy. I'm sick of Godwin from Uyo, Global Baba. We counsel that in a moment. First, though, this caller. Hello. Hello. Many thanks for joining us. Your name, where you're calling from? I'm just waiting. I'm calling from Abak. Go ahead. Okay. Greetings to Pastor Elo. I mean, he has been doing a lot of good job. And since I've been with him, I've learned more about him. So, I'll ask a question, please. And Matthew chapter 21, verse 12, the Bible speaks of Jesus who went to the temple and overthrew the table of those who did not exchange and the seat of those who sold those. Now, in one of the he says, anger is from the devil. So, if Jesus actually threw the table, the, 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 the table, those who sold, doesn't mean Jesus was angry. And if Jesus was angry, doesn't mean the anger came from the devil. Well, again, you must remember that when you read the Gospels, the Gospels are eyewitness account. They are narration. They are not doctrinal books. So when you read that place where it says Jesus overthrew the table of the money changers, it was in anger. Jesus himself said, the zeal of my father's house has consumed me. So it was out of zeal he did what he did, not out of anger. There is no anger in God. There was never anger in Jesus. There was none at all. Anger is not of God. And Jesus never operated in anger. He operated in love. He walked in love. He lived in love all the time. He walked the face of the earth. 
So again, that action was the zeal, the passion to, you know, for the work of God that Jesus expressed in overturning the table of the money changers. Okay, let's make progress now. Still around Rakwai Bom, I'm Obong. Hello, Global Baba. I need counseling. I'm highly indebted. The little salary I receive always finishes in a short time because of debt. I want my story to change. Thank you, Obong. Well, there's the other yes, one, the sure. other we'll lady. Yes, we'll yes. come back to that in a moment. Yes, we'll come back to that in a moment. Okay, good, yes. good. So, Bong. This one, mm-hmm. oh, well, if you're always indebted, then it means you need financial advice. You need to talk to people who are experts in financial management so they can help you with advice so that you don't run into debt all the time. That's not right. It means you're not making the right choices. It means you are living beyond your means. It means you're not working in contentment. That's why you're going beyond your resources. So you need financial advice. Talk to people who are very, very experienced financially to counsel with you. The SS3 student is um, Sika Godwin. We'll come back to her. I think so. She's the her. We'll call it uh, she, right? We'll come back to her in a moment. Right now, this next caller. Hello. Hello. Many thanks for joining us. Your name, where you calling from? Go ahead. Good evening, my father. Good evening. Bless you. Uh, I have a financial problem. Okay, I couldn't hear what the problem is, but financial I Financial problem. Oh, financial problem. Okay, good. All right, we'll pray for you. Father, we ask for a favor. We ask for a miracle. We ask for a divine intervention for your son. And we decree that the devil takes his hands off his resources. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, Global Baba, we need also quickly to go back to Nsika Godwin. Well, not sure, Sigo or a guy. Yep. But um, just having problems uh, of, of being favored. People well, come. the first thing to say to you is, I know it's difficult for you being an orphan. But listen, you, you, you don't have to play the victim. Refuse to play the victim. God loves you. God is for you. God has a plan for you. God has a purpose for you. And just expose yourself to the teaching of God's word and come to terms with who you are in Christ and begin to take authority and begin to believe God for favors and begin to declare that the enemy will not stop you or stop the favor of men and God from coming to you. And then finally, take your eyes off men. Stop putting your trust in men. Let your trust be absolutely in God and trust God to make ways for you and to favor you. That's what to do with your situation. Father, we ask for your daughter or son for favor, for grace, for an intervention that changes the course of affairs in his or her life. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Okay, Global Baba, there is um, an anonymous entering here for entry here for counseling. Uh, let me just take that quickly. It says, hello, Global Baba. Okay, just in time. This caller first. Hello. Yeah, good evening. Many thanks for joining us. Where are you calling from? Okay, I am calling from just, I am Dan Azumin by name. Go ahead. Okay, I want Global Baba to throw more light on uh, New Jerusalem coming down from heaven. Okay. Dan Azumi, uh, that's Revelation 22 verse 1, right? Put it up on the screen for me. Revelation 22 verse 1. New Jerusalem. <clears throat> Again, it's a book of metaphors. And he showed me, no, it's not 22, is it 22? Uh, all right, 21, 21 verse 1 then. Revelation. 
I'm just trying to be sure of where. I saw a new heaven. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the earth were passed away. And there was no more sea. Next verse. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out. Coming down from God out of heaven. Not down from heaven. Out of heaven. Prepared as. So it's a figure of speech. Prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. So the new Jerusalem, the holy city that is coming down is the born again man in Christ. The born again man is the man that is called the new Jerusalem because he's prepared as a bride. And the church is the bride of Christ. So it was metaphors used to communicate the new creation in Christ Jesus already operating in his realities in Christ. That's what that scripture is talking about. Get my teaching on the believer's realities in Christ. I covered all of that extensively in that series. The believer's realities in Christ. Okay, Global Baba, some more entries coming in. This one comes in Global Baba like, um, like, uh, like a prayer. But it doesn't need prayer. I think this one is counseling. Let's just hear. Ever since I started listening to you, Global Baba, I've been strongly convinced that you are God sent. Please pray for me. I'm jobless. I need financial favor to start up business. Thank you very much. I'm Victor Ayo from Ona. Do you need financial favor, Global Baba, to start up business? No. Yeah, well, yeah, sometimes you need financial favor. You yeah, know. but more than financial favor. More than favor, financial favor, you need ideas. Yes. You need to know what you want to do Absolutely. because even if the money comes yes. and you don't know what to do, you will eat it. And then Global Baba, you don't need favor. Go and take a loan. Go and look for something. Go and look for ways to raise money. Yeah, and there are even, other, forever. There are even other ways. Sometimes you can pool resources from relationships. Sources. Your father, yeah. your uncle, your friends, you yes. know, yes. your relatives, capital. your social so capital. capital. You can pull resources from all of these, except you didn't build relationships. Mm. But every human being is supposed to have relationships Absolutely. from where you can raise some kind of money to start some, especially if you're able to convince those relationships Absolutely. that you know what you want to do, this is where you're going, and they can see that you're going to get there, they will give you support. Which is my personal story. You know, Global Baba, in 2002, I just left um, AKBC. I just woke up one day and resigned. I had been on the AKBC for about two years okay. as a permanent, as a, a full staffer, and said, no, I needed to just do something else. I wanted to set up Bushels Nigeria. Okay. Okay. No, but I just punctured this story here and take this caller. Hello. Hello. Welcome to our show. Your name, where you calling from? I'm Mike Elishin. I'm in Okay, you're back on the show. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, yeah. I have been coming to speak in regards of the person that needs to monitor accounts and I connected a thousand. Yeah. I didn't hear Hello? you. Yeah, you yes. need financial counseling. No, I mean uh, the person that requested for financial counsel. I'm a financial advisor. I can do a thing. Oh, great. Oh, that's Excellent. good. That's Excellent. good. That's good. So how do we link both of you together? And, uh, and secondly, I, uh, I need to think that I can download the messages series by series. Okay. Well, you will need to reach our office since you're in a team and stop by Power City. Talk to our office. Uh, ask for Pastor Ernest. Tell him you need all the messages and they will guide you on what to do. But for the financial advice, how do we link you with the person who is looking for financial advice? You want to give us your number or, or you want to text office. it or your office mm. address or something? Do you have an office? Yes, number six, Akaitian. 
Number six, Akaitian. Akaitian. What's, your what's your name? Michael Etienne. Michael Etienne. What's the name of your office? African Alliance. African Alliance. Okay. So you come and pay. You come and pay to us. And you need to pay. For, for advertising. Yes, you need to business. pay for advertising <laughs> for you. But okay. So we can go to number six, Akaitian. You know, you, African advice. Alliance, and look for Mr. Michael Essien. Okay, I'm sure that, that guy has said that's, that's a good thing. That's a good one. That's a great, very great good. stuff happening on that's the program. That's a very good one. Yeah, so, Baba, so in 2002, I ran for chairman of um, Uruan local government. I was doing a particular job. I just woke up. I said, no, I didn't want to do this anymore. And I go there. Of course, it ends the way politics has always ended. And um, so I said to myself, I'm going to set up Bush House Nigeria. Um, so I go to NTA. I'm looking for airtime for Monday to Friday. They give me a bill. And I remember the general manager, Dr. Um, Mrs. Christy Obot, at the time, said to me, just give me 50000 Give me 50000 I'll give you the airtime. So, but I asked her, how much is the whole money? She told me, I said, okay, I'll look for 50000 In going to look for 50000 because she was trying to discourage me that this is not something I should do. They had tried it as a station and they had failed. That I should just go and raise 50,000. So I went and raised 200,000. How did I get the 200,000? I just went to one man of God and said to him, because that was my mindset, I said, I've been trying to raise money. I can't just pray for me. He said, for how much? Is Bishop um, John Ekong. He should even be watching now. Okay. Yeah, okay. Nakom. Okay. Yes, so I said to I him, him, yes, so I said to him, just pray for me. I, I think this is my Oran thing is just following me all over the place. I can't raise the money. So he laughed. I said, how much? I said, 200,000. He said, no, I'll give you 250 as a loan. Go and start a business. It looks, God is telling me it would work. That's right. And the rest is history. So, wow. just to confirm what you yes. said a moment ago, yes. you know, so people should um, reach out to their social capital, social capital. and do stuff with Very it. True. Okay, so anonymous entry now. Hello, Global Barabas. Our life is not fair with me at all. Each time I try to work to make myself a better person, it turns out to look like a big mistake in investing money in business. But others are employing the same technique I've been employing to succeed. Why is my case this way? Please, sir, counsel and, play for, and pray for me. My next plan is to lock myself inside my shop and starve to death. It is better that way than to go out there and continue to remain an embarrassment and disgrace. Thank you, sir. Again, like we said, you know, um, it's only when you don't know who you are in Christ that you begin to talk like this. So I think, first of all, you need to give yourself to the word of God. You need to build yourself in the love of God. Build yourself in the word of God and take authority over your circumstances and begin to declare the things you want to see happen and trust God for a miracle and trust God for 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 favor and guidance so that you're able to pull from your social capital and get your life going. You can't be talking hopelessly. The Bible says you are begotten to a lively hope by the resurrection from the dead. So don't lock yourself in the shop. The Bible didn't say lock yourself in the shop. You know, the Bible said go into all the world and preach the gospel. <laughs> so begin from there and then in the course of preaching, you will know exactly what to do. But we pray for you. We rebuke discouragement and frustration and we speak peace to your situation. In Jesus' name. Amen. This caller? No caller? Okay. So let's make progress. And um, we're back in Uyo Global Baba so that we can leave for other parts of the country. First though, I knew that there was a caller in the spirit, yeah. but often he may would not know that I'm a, no, he, I'm, I'm he, a prophet. He didn't pick He this. doesn't know. Yeah, he does. He knows that I'm Deputy Global <laughs> Baba now and I can prophesy callers to come. Very in. important. There's and a it's caller working. on the line. And it's working. <laughs> There's a caller back on the line. Hello. Hello. Thank you for joining us. You know where you're calling from? I'm just lady. I called earlier. Yeah, I, lo I love the tone of your voice. So clear. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I have to thank Pastor Evil Governor. He answered the question. Yeah, and I also have another one to ask. Yeah, yeah. sure. 
I'm following the son of his, um, Pastor Isaac Zakade, and he, he posted something on Facebook. He said, um, falling in the church wasn't a sign of the power of God. I believe that. So, when I met a group of friends and were celebrating on this, they now asked me a question, which I also want to ask Pastor Abel Demna right now. Okay. They said, during worship, the outburst of crying and sobbing and during the process, you fall down. How do we classify that? Isn't that the power of God? Well, again, I think the question you want to ask is, why do people fall in the service? That's the question you want to ask. Why do people fall? Well, there are many reasons why people fall. First of all, that my son who said falling is not a sign of the power of God is correct because in the New Testament, you will never find where people fall. Even in the ministry of Jesus, nobody fell. For the three and a half years of Jesus' ministry, nobody fell. The only time somebody fell was when the person was possessed with demons and the demons threw him down. Or when they came to arrest Jesus and Jesus moved and they fell for him to escape. That was the only place you would see a falling. Now, but however, why do people fall sometimes? Sometimes you open up yourself and the power of God flows through your body and your body becomes too limited to contain God's power. And then your body gives in. Your body gives in. Why else do people fall? Some people just fall for show. Some people want attention and they just fall and start making noise so everybody can focus on them. And then some people, it's demons that throw them down. It's not really the power of God. So again, the power of God is not primarily for throwing people down. The power of God is to save. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation. However, sometimes you can yield to the Holy Ghost and your body becomes weak. And the Holy Ghost can overpower your body and you fall. But doesn't mean that falling is a sign of power. I hope that helps you. And power is not a sign of falling. Yes. <laughs> this caller. Hello. Hello. Good evening, sir. Many thanks for joining us. Your name, where are you calling from? Okay, my name is Julius. I'm calling from Akwaiba State, a Parini local government area. Okay, Julius, you're not from Parini, right? I'm from Parini. Why are you pronouncing it like that? <laughs> I was sorry, I was not brought up here. Uh-huh. I was not brought up. He called it to be about Julius. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Daddy, please, good evening. Evening. Bless you, Julius. God bless you, Daddy. Daddy, I'm a physical challenge person. I've been having this issue since from childhood, but um, I started having with my blindness in 2012. Daddy, please, I need your prayers. And I need also your help. Before I become a blind person, Daddy, I was a cook. I was a caterer. I can cook very fine. I can also bake. So, Daddy, I have submitted application in this predicament as a cook so that the people to employ me. But I find it so difficult. They don't want to employ me. Daddy, as I'm talking to you right now, I can bake very fine. I can also cook. The only problem I'm having is for me to know whether the thing is brown or not. That is my problem. So, Daddy, I need your help for prayers on my spiritual of my side. And I need I need help from you, Daddy. I don't know what I can ask for financial help for me to start something on my own doing. Well, what you need to do, Julia, I'm going to pray for you, but you need to also reach out to us. Maybe send us your number or something. Our welfare department will get in touch with you. 
Father, we pray for Julius today. We ask for restoration of his sight. A miracle. Restoration. We speak to your sight. We command a creative miracle. Now receive your sight restored. Your sight restored. In the name of Jesus, receive a miracle of the restoration of your sight. Satan, get your hands off. And in the name of Jesus, we receive that miracle for you and we declare it manifested. Amen. And in the name of Jesus, we speak peace and hope to you. We silence the voice of the enemy and we declare a supernatural turnaround in your circumstances. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. After this broadcast, if you call the same number, our people will talk with you, get your number so our welfare people can reach out to you. Bless you, Jude. God bless you, Global Barber, Mr. Michael Bush. I'm Mr. Akpan from Uyo. Please, Global Barber, some pastors are still preaching that people should give to idol what belongs to idol. An example is Mpo Diarawo, which involves a kind of sacrifice before anyone could eat anything from his first daughter's husband. Please, sir, how can you help people out of these rituals? For me, I eat what my in-law brings to me, and I'm still alive. Sir, I believe by your teaching that there is no idol. There are no idols. The only idol that is there exists in their mind. So again, it's wrong teaching, wrong mindset, wrong training that has been there over time, that has become a, a culture or a tradition. So what we do is we cast down imagination through the teaching of God's word. There are no idols. God has not given you the spirit of fear, of love, of power, and of a sound mind. That's what you have. So you've got to exercise your authority over all of that. And as a believer in Christ Jesus, you're not supposed to be afraid of those things. You're not subject to those customs. You're only subject to the word of God. And the word of God rules over all of that. So anybody that is bound by such fear, you need to get rid of it and enjoy the freedom that you have in Christ Jesus. 12.5 12.5 small minutes to the end of the program. I'll take three calls and we're done. This one is number one. Hello. Yeah, hello. Yes. Yeah, I'm uh, Hello. We can hear you. Yeah, sorry. I'm uh, What's happening? Are you still there? Okay, so we hope that you're able to come back on the line. I'll still allow room for free last calls on this edition of the program. Hello, Dr. Damina. The Book of Romans borders on two major contentions which Paul addresses. Circumcision of the skin, circumcision of the heart as a ground for having a right stand with God. So do you have any material to explain what necessitated Paul's teachings across the early Christian communities looking at peculiar situations at that time? Well, again, remember the circumcision of the body was just a a culture among Jewish people. That is how you become an Israelite, by circumcision. But Jesus said, neither circumcision nor circumcision availeth anything, but the new creation. Today, the circumcision is not of the outward, but of the inward. That is regeneration in Christ Jesus. All right, so um, I have teachings that will help you. uh, Teachings like the two kinds of righteousness. If you order for the two kinds of righteousness, that will clarify all of that for you. And we have that in our office. Okay, Global Baba, the first of the last three calls is on now. Hello. Yeah, good evening, sir. Many thanks for joining us. Where are you calling from one minute? Yeah, I'm calling from Delta State. My name is David. David, go ahead. 
So first of all, I want to greet our our Papa. Sure. To me, it's like many pastors, most of the people we look on to, they are really disappointed. Because what I really did to us was not satisfying at all. Mm. But the way Papa is introducing us to us now, I think we are really happy. I want to say thank you so much. Thank you. My question is, can Papa please explain to me Matthew chapter 25, the ten pages, one five is foolish and the other five is wise. What is that? What uh, that? How can we apply Jesus or what that scripture is saying? Thank you, sir. Okay, thank you for asking. It's not for you to apply. Remember, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John were eyewitness accounts, and Jesus's ministry in those four books were in parables. What is a parable? A parable is a mode of communication that has facts, fictions, and a little lesson. So the parable of the ten virgins is a parable. That means that parable has facts and it has fictions and has only a little lesson. So what was the little lesson in the parable of the ten virgins? Five foolish, five wise. Remember, all parables pointed to Jesus. So what Jesus was saying is, the, the bridegroom, the person you are waiting for, the husband you are waiting for has come. And that is me, I am among you. Some of you, five of you are wise to know I have come. Five of you are foolish not to know that I have come. So it was just Jesus introducing himself to help the foolish virgins to know that he's the one they've been waiting for. That's all. Nothing more. Okay. Hello, Global Baba. God bless and strengthen you. Please, I want to know the difference between Holy Spirit and Holy Ghost. My church pastor said there is a difference between the two. He said only God has the Holy Spirit and only angels also have it in addition. He said the believers have the Holy Ghost, which is the Spirit of Christ. Please, Global Baba, help me explain this and a clarity. Thank you very much. Please tell your pastor to go back and read his Bible again and again and again. And if he doesn't understand, you should come and ask us and stop confusing you people. Holy Ghost is Holy Spirit. No difference. Hello, Global Baba. Please help explain Luke one seventeen and Matthew seventeen ten to thirteen. I'm Exodus from Acre. Global Baba, are we going to be able to do that? No. Luke once we can help you okay. with Luke one seventeen. Luke one seventeen. Luke one seventeen. Luke one seventeen. It says, And it shall go before him in the spirit on the power of Elias to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. He's talking about John the Baptist's ministry. That John the Baptist's ministry is going to be to prepare the way of the Lord, you know, and it had similarities with the ministry of Elijah. That's all he's talking about. Okay, so global Baba, what if we did them Luke one seventeen, we should also do Matthew seventeen ten to thirteen. Matthew seventeen ten to thirteen. Matthew seventeen ten to thirteen. And his disciples asked him saying, Why then say the scribes that Elias must first come? Next verse. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Elias truly shall first come and restore all things. Next verse. But I say unto you that Elias is come already, and they knew him not, but I have done unto him whatsoever they listed. Likewise shall also the Son of Man suffer of them. He's talking about the ministry of John the Baptist to introduce the coming of Jesus. That's all he's talking about again. Is that a last caller? Hello. Yeah, hello. You have last bed one. Yes, fire on. Your name, where you calling from? Yeah, yeah thank you. Uh, I'm, my name is Mumba. I'm still in France. I'm still in Paris. Okay. Yes, it's a pleasure to me to listen Dr. Damina because it's my, it's three years now I'm listening to him. I'm just, uh, listening, teaching in Facebook with my wife. My prayer is that if Dr. Damina can pray with, with us, with my wife, 
because I believe that the beginning of the year, the 2001, I believe that the Father can do something to my life with my wife. That's 2021. Because, mm. yes, I, I believe, I believe that if Dr. Damina would throw it to my wife with me, I'm sure that the Father can do something with yeah. my wife, in the life of my wife with me. Yeah. It's three years now I'm listening to Dr. Damina. It's pleasure to me. Sorry because my English is not better because it's, it's, I'm saying French. It's fine. I'm saying Paris. It's fine. We understand. Yeah. We, we can understand you. But this is what you do. Once it's, um, in the next six minutes. Mm, in six minutes, just call back. I hope, I hope you can get that. Yeah. In six minutes, just call back so you can talk directly. And then that prayers. You know, I like people believing yeah. things like yeah. that and then yeah. it works for them. True. Okay. Let's, let's just quickly leave Akwaibum now, heading to Cross River State next door, Calabar. Hello, Global Baba. Please, is it possible for me to reach you and speak to you personally? I need to talk to you personally about something, not publicly. My name is Samuel Okokon in Calabar. Well, Samuel, send a mail to Dr. Abel Damina at yahoo.com with your phone number and just mention what, all that we have said on the broadcast here. And we will give you a call and I can speak to you personally. Bless okay, you. so from Cross River State, we head quickly to Quara. Says hello, Global Baba, Mr. Bush. We're watching from Lauren Quara State. Your broadcast has blessed us greatly. Thank you. Thank you for calling. To Keduna, hello, Global Baba. I watch you always on WAP TV and online. I always am blessed by your teachings. Thank you. I'm Mercy Sunday from Keduna State. Thank you, Mercy. Bless you. Still from Keduna. I'm just Finn from Keduna. I enjoy your teaching on WAP TV. Thank you, sir, for the word. Bless you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, yeah. Okay, let's go to Abuja. Looks like um, probably that's where we may be spending the night. Okay, let's just see whether we can even dash out again. FCT Abuja, hello, Dr. Namina. You're teaching through righteous invasion of truth. is a blessing. I thought I knew stuff until I received those powerful insights. I had to sit down with my pen and paper to learn. I'm so blessed. I'm a changed man. I'm renewed and empowered by these explosive truths. More grace to you. I'm Fola Rutimi in Abuja. Thank you, Fola. Bless you. This last caller? Is there a last caller? Is there a last caller? Okay, we're done with calls. I guess Global Baba, we can leave it here. Global Baba, what does the Bible say about the place of women in the church? And Brother Toite in Abuja. Same place of men, the same with women. Same spirit in men, same spirit in women. I pour my spirit upon all flesh, your sons and daughters. So same spirit. No male, no female in Christ. We're all one. Hello, Global Baba. What's your Bible school? When is your Bible school commencing? Is it in January 2021? What should an interested candidate do? Please kindly inform me appropriately. I'm Emmanuel Brownson in Ecolobia, Anambra State. Well, Emmanuel, what you do is in January, just keep checking on my page. We will be able to look at how the world opens up in 2021. And based on that, we'll be able to situate our Bible school somewhere next year. This year, we did it online. We may do an online edition and do a physical on-site edition next year. So, follow the page. You will get all the information on social media. Let's do a short move from Anambra State. Let's go to Lagos. Uh, that's where Global Baba is headed. Yes, Lagos, Lagos. Okay, so uh, if you're in Lagos, I, I'm just selling Global Baba now. Yeah. I'm selling out Global Baba. If you're in Lagos, just grab Global Baba, some part of Lagos. <laughs> I don't know. But tomorrow, Global Baba is there in Lagos with you. And so, so he says, hello, Global Baba. My name is Ngozi. Chukudozi from um, Isochi Campus, Lagos. Please, enlighten me on this statement. Jesus made while breaking bread. Do this in remembrance of me. Remembrance there is not English language. It's not remembrance. Do you do memorial service for somebody that is alive? You don't do memorial service for a living person. Jesus is alive. We don't do remembrance. Remembrance there means do this with the understanding of me. 
So that means what they were doing was pointing to Christ. Now Christ has come. There is nothing to remember anymore because we have the reality living in us. I will advise you to get my teaching on discerning the lost body. Part 1 and 2, discerning the lost body. I'm doing a book that will be ready next week. And that book is The Communion Table. I'm sure it will take care of all of those situations and bring you clear exegesis. Bless you. Okay, Global Papa, we need to go. I know that any moment now I need to bring you up for benediction and for all the people I've written in for prayers. But So let me just help you with the other announcement you always do. Any moment now would be um, live, I think 9. 9 to 10, we yep. are on Inspiration FM, 10 to midnight, we are on Heritage FM. Um, what we're doing here continues tomorrow, 11 to 1 p.m. on Radio Aquibum 90.5 FM, then 1 to 3 on Excel 106.9 FM, and then, of course, 3 until 5 is on UNIO 100.7 FM. Then 6 to 8, we're back here live to do our thing. Global Bible in Lagos tomorrow and Saturday, and then the program, we should be doing the program live, all right? So stay with us and see yep. the magic. Just watch out the magic. Global Bible, we need to go. Producer is Pastor IG Equere, all the production team. Pastor uh, Ray from Manchester is still here. Dr. Gabriel is here. Michael Bush is my name. Global Baba takes us home. The Intercontinental. It's been a wonderful time of fellowship in here tonight. And we want to thank all of you for giving us the privilege and the opportunity to serve you the grace of God, bringing you teachings every day to equip you, build you up, and get you totally immersed in the love of God. You don't want to miss what I'll be preaching on Sunday. This Sunday, first service, 7.30 a.m. And second service, 10.30 a.m. I'll be talking on the Holy Spirit. You don't want to miss it for anything. We're looking forward to having everybody worship with us on Sunday. We love you guys, and it's so good to have Pastor Ray, Dr. Gabriel, and Pastor Opey and me on set tonight on Kingdom Life Network. You don't want to go away. In five, ten minutes, we'll be live. We love you guys. Till we connect with you again. Enjoy the grace of God and be blessed. The prayer that has not been prayed, God has answered it, okay? Amen. Goodbye from you, Nigeria. Amen. Amen. <laughs>